The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk. Jeff Jordan with me, as uh, most Mondays are. We're going to talk high school football where Oakland will be playing for another state championship. Really good Saturday for Middle Tennessee, for sure. Uh, Titans go down, crash and burn yesterday again. Uh, Jeff? Pick a subject. Well, let's get the Titans out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> One thing we know for sure, when you give up four turnovers, five turnovers a game, high school, college, pros, you're likely to lose. And that's what's happening right now. Um, I believe they have nine turnovers in the last two games, and they have not got any, any in return. So – you're not going to win, obviously, doing that. Outside of that, frankly, there's a lot of good things about what they did yesterday, I thought. I thought they had some points, yes. Uh, they they killed themselves, of course, a couple of times with turnovers. Interception, fumble, that kind of thing. It just, you know, you only get so many chances. And, and, they, and they muffed two or three of them and moving the football quite well a couple of times. Um, but I, I think that – I think we need to say, although I don't know if the coaching staff will ever use it as an excuse, and maybe it's not even a good one, but they've lost so many people that sure. they're really down to an average. They're an average football team. Sure, right now for sure. Yeah. I think that's that's true. Now, many would come back, and even though the Titans statistically have more days, I think, than anybody in, in the league, everybody's, every, every team's going to say, look, we got injuries too. And then they yes. do. You're gonna, when you beat yourself against – those kind of players, week after week after week after week, injuries just got to be part of it. Or, or even if it's not an injury, Jeff, it's just uh, my body's tired, my muscles are sore. I'm I can't play at one hundred percent because my body's not one hundred percent right now. Well, of course, if, if that's true, and I think it likely is, they're going to get a bye week. Yes, to maybe heal up and may perhaps get some people back. I would also say uh, that there isn't a player in the, in the league more important to the offense and to the team than Derrick Henry. Sure. And when you lose him, you've really lost more than more than him. But, Jeff, uh, for those that would say, well, yesterday they had two different guys rush for 100-plus yards. How, how can we say that? I, I've got an answer. I'd be interested to see what you're saying. Well, uh, first of all, they hadn't done that before. Sure. And, and they did have a week, uh, another, an additional week to prepare – uh, with some people that, frankly, a lot of people hadn't even heard of, and that includes me and and at least one important player. Uh, and, of course, Henry's out, and he, he'll be out until January at least. His backup is also out. 
mm-hmm. the, the guy that was supposed to take his place if we ever needed him to, uh, he's not there. Uh, the, uh, the Titans uh, are just in one of those cycles that, gosh, if something can go wrong, it just seems like it happens to them. Maybe and some of it is their fault, I, I, I know. Um, the, 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 the situation the week ago that where the ball hit the guy's foot, you yes. know, remember? Yes. Inside the 10-yard line, uh, punt return. Um, he shouldn't have even been standing there. As soon as the ball was punted and he saw anything, he should have just took off running. Well, he took off running, of course, uh, and, and, but way too late, and the ball hit him in the foot as he was leaving. And that cost a touchdown, and that, that was ball game. So, a, I mean, that kind of stuff, it just, you know. Well, that kind of stuff is going to be on the agenda here after, after a break. we got other things to go through. Let's talk about Middle Tennessee on Saturday. Went in. Men, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, the women team played first. Played Illinois out of the Big Ten. Big program, Jeff, for sure. Concerned about will Middle Tennessee win that one. Men play basketball that afternoon, even though they're five or six and one. They're at a point right now, they, they just got to win these games against the likes of the teams that they played on Saturday. And then Middle Tennessee football, down 20, what, 17 to three, right? In the right. third quarter? Right. And come away with three wins. I thought this spectacular. The football team, we'll, we'll get into mistakes about that, but uh, maybe your thoughts on all three of those? Well, uh, first of all, I guess the, the negative. Uh, the the women sure let one slip away the day before. Yes, uh, they had that ball game won. Had it won three or four different times, and we're even leading with just just a, a less than a minute, I think. Left uh, overtime loss to Marquette for and, those yes. not aware of that. And uh, I mean, and that really hurt. And you could tell on the post game uh, with Dick Palmer and Rick Ensel that 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 bothered Rick quite a bit. I mean, you could tell that it, it hurt, but he made up for it the next day and beat uh, Illinois. Beat them pretty good, yes. actually. Uh, and so that's a, a, a real plus and will look good as we get further down the down the season. I hate to drop any game, particularly one that you, I think, were superior. Or up, and, up 11 points in the third quarter, right? Yeah, right. When, you, uh, when you're there, you, you expect to win. Right. And it didn't happen. So that that's one of those things that you look back on and you wish it hadn't happened. But just about everybody has one of those games and maybe you're really lucky if you only have one you know mm-hmm. where you look mm-hmm. back and you mm-hmm. just want to just throw your hands in the air uh, as far as the men are concerned they're playing very well I think um, I, I knew what was going to happen with Brian College and uh, I, I imagine everybody else did too uh, my buddy I goes with ball games with he's not a real basketball he's a fan but he doesn't see talent the way you and I would from coaching I told him that this is a mismatch. You can see it from the start, couldn't you? Yeah, you, you really could. And uh, my, my whole family went, uh, and we, we all knew what was going to happen, and it did indeed happen. And I, I, I told uh, uh, my grandson, Jake, who, of course, is a big Blue Raider fan, uh, I told him, I said, I think that's the worst, the worst team that I've, that I've seen us play in a long time. Uh, and they were really just not very good. Um, but – Anyway, um, well, we, we handled them easily, doubled the score on them. Could have had well over 100 if we wanted it, I think. My, my buddy, again, was saying he needs to put in the subs. I said, Jeff, they're in. The, the, the subs are in. Yeah. They, they really look a lot alike, don't they? Yeah, they do. I, I think they yeah. do. And he had already played a bunch of people yeah. uh, by the middle of the second half, and, uh, and he came back with a starter or two, and then, then, then they disappeared forever. 
and then people that I didn't know who they were sure. <laughs> uh, came in, and uh, and I think we ended up what with ninety six points. Is that right? And ninety right at it. I think yeah. ninety six to forty eight, wasn't it? You said yeah. doubled up. I think that's. I think that like was that. it. Yeah. Uh, so certainly the competition is going to get a lot tougher starting this Wednesday night with uh, with uh, the Skyhawks. Um, UT Martin, and right. playing UT Martin here and then there. Right. In a, in a week or so. They usually have a quality program and good good coaching, good team, and I'm I'm looking forward to that one. I'll certainly be there for that. So we're off to a great start, at least record wise. Uh, some of our competition has been a little weaker, maybe than sure. than than we would have liked. Whatever, I don't really know. I don't make the schedule out, but I'm hoping we're getting ready for long conference schedule. Talk about the ladies dropping a lead the day before, and that you're not supposed to let that happen. Middle Tennessee's football team did the exact opposite. They they did come back from a deficit that looked insurmountable, frankly. You score three points in, uh, what, 35 minutes, the likelihood you're going to run off 24 straight or something like that, not very good. Uh, that's what they did. Of course, the defense scored again, which is always helpful. Yes, uh, it, it, it was great. I don't know about you, but I imagine we're probably on the same page here. I always think, well, uh, this is really good for the seniors. You know, they get to finish their regular season at sure. 500. They finish it with a win, and they get to go to a bowl game. And uh, I think that's good for them for sure. It is. Um, I had a friend of mine two or three or four weeks ago when all this conference thing was going around. He made the comment and said, we, we picked a bad, uh, a bad time to be really bad in football. And I said, I said we're, we're not really bad. We're just not really good. Jeff, we've been in, what, 10 out of 13 years, I think, to win in a bowl game, which means that's a six 500 or better <laughs> record. But we've never – Knock the top off of, and that's what people here are upset about, right? Right. And uh, but six and six beating a uh, Marshall, uh, beating Southern Miss schools that reputation-wise you think would be a, a better football program maybe than ours. So it's been a good year. Uh, I did think uh, the, the win would come over Old Dominion rather than Florida Atlantic. In the end, I thought they would win six. But Old Dominion came in and won here, and, and which made Saturday's win so much more special. And Florida Atlantic was playing for a bowl game too, Jeff. They ended up five and seven. Both teams were five and six going in. You know, we we are at a at a time in, in our football society where um, people people want more than seven or eight wins. Absolutely, they really do. I mean, eight eight looks good, and and people like you and all that kind of stuff, but. They the first thing they start talking about is well now nah, how many people you bring back and surely next year we can improve on eight and three or whatever it is and uh, well there's a lot of people around the country that would love to have that kind of record and six and six is also true. Well, this time last year, who would have thought that Ed Orgeron and in Coach uh, Dan Mullen at Florida would both be out of a job after the you know season they had? Florida played this early this season, Jeff. All, yeah. all but beat Alabama. Beat Tennessee like they're supposed to. The papers were just saying that very thing. They just don't have the horsepower to stay with teams like Florida yet. Well, it fell off the rails badly. Any idea what happened? Have you talked to Dan lately? No, I haven't <laughs> talked to Dan lately. I, I know that uh, th- there was an opportunity, you know, uh, for him to go to Tennessee at one point. Yes. And uh, and that, for whatever reason, I have no idea why, That I'm glad it didn't, but it didn't work out, and he didn't, he didn't do that. But um, – yeah, I tell you what, they they won't be the only coaches that 
that have won a lot of football games or are well known that are going to lose their job in the next month or so. Um, I would think, um, or will quit for, for what they think is a better job or greener pastures or whatever. It's just, it's rough out there. We're going to take a break. We'll come back and maybe follow up on that. And we've got the high school to get to for sure. I will close out this segment on this note. Lincoln Riley goes from Oklahoma to Southern Cal. Jeffy's going to make $110 million and have a full use of a jet for his family anytime he wants it. Is, have we gone crazy? He's underpaid. Uh, that's the way I, I think we've gone crazy. <laughs> yes, we have. We'll be right back. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. Del Wamsley here. The first thing you're going to have to learn is until you stop expecting the politicians or anyone else to change your life, your life isn't going to change. The only person who can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Listen to my show, the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Catch the Del Wamsley Radio Show Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, here on News Radio WGNS. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. You need to renew your contract, I guess, but for now, you're brought to Fans Heating and Air and uh, Lee Calvin Financial Services. You need to talk to those people about what Lincoln Riley's getting out there at USC. Okay. <laughs> Are you saying they need to give me more money? Is I that... think they do. Uh, I, I'm well, our go... guy over here to the right says he's, he's looking for more money, too. Well, we don't need to talk about him. He, he, we, no, we shouldn't do that. And I'm not going to tell my sponsors they need to pay me more money, either. <laughs> <laughs> they may say, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. We're going to pay you less money. <laughs> I promise we're going to get to Oakland, but we're going to follow this scene. I thought Saturday, Jeff, as far as college football is concerned, Ohio State, Michigan to start off, Auburn, Alabama, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, LSU, uh, Texas A&M. There's some terrific ball games. Then Middle Tennessee and Florida, uh, Florida Atlantic does not make that list as far as most people are concerned. But for you and I, it was a terrific ball game. It was close, tight to the wire, and took a 
scoop and score to seal the victory of what, with about a minute and 49 seconds to go, something like that. Florida Atlantic was 25 yards from t- taking, taking it in for a touchdown. It's, it's been an interesting weekend for sure, uh, particularly with Oklahoma State beating Oklahoma. And, and uh, I was, uh, had dinner last night with uh, practically the whole family, really, and we were talking about it. And uh, I was telling them, I said, they're, they're really the only team in the nation. This is really true. This is absolute truth. I would never lie to you. The, <laughs> the only team in the nation that I do not like, have never liked, and will not like them tomorrow or next month is Ohio State. Now I don't like Western very much. I admit that, but I, I, not, I, I just don't. So I watched Michigan and Ohio State. What a great ball game! It was a great ball game. Boy, I, I watched most of it. I went on the men's game and missed the fourth quarter because I went to basketball game. But uh, yeah, it, it's a terrific ball game. Great atmosphere. It looked like it's cold up there, Jeff. It's Michigan. I guess. Looked like it was, I, and I just thoroughly enjoyed it. And I, I wanted Harbaugh to win. He, he's had such a struggle with trying to beat Ohio State. But that's been going on, of course, uh, forever, that, that rivalry. And they do not like each other. Uh, they, they just know. They, they, they do not. But anyway, I, I enjoyed it. Broke, what, about an eight-game streak, I think. Yeah, something like that. I, you don't got, I, I, don't have, I didn't have a dog in the Alabama-Auburn hunt at all. Terrific ball game for sure, especially when it's overtime. I could not help to feel really, 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 really bad for Auburn players, coaches, and fans because Jeff, of all people to have that happen, Alabama and uh, Auburn. As it, at the end, they should have won it. Now they they were playing the second half with a one-legged quarterback. Gosh, he can barely stand up. A second stringer at that. So, uh, but their defense played awfully well. And, and Alabama gets it with what a minute and a half to go. They need 98 yards to score their first touchdown of the day. And, and there, <laughs> I'm sure there's Auburn fans in that stadium thinking. They're going to do it. Watch, yeah. them, watch them do it. And right before their very eyes, they did. I uh, Did you think they were going to do it? Because I didn't. I didn't think they were going to no, do it. No, I didn't think so at that point. I, I really, uh, I, now, way back in the middle of the quarter, I, I just knew that Alabama was going to come back and tie yeah. it. Second half, they were going to come back and tie it or win it. But when it, when it got down to the two-yard line with less than two minutes to go and a couple timeouts, I thought, no, they can't do it. Uh, I thought uh, I, I, I kind of agree with all of that. I, and my daughter said, and and boy, I thought this is a pretty good point. She was talking about how unusual it was. We were talking about how unusual it was that Auburn had actually lost that game when they were in control of it for sure. over three quarters. And, uh, uh, and seemingly Alabama wasn't going to do anything, really. And she said, well, you know, uh, 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 Alabama lost to one to Auburn. On, on a freak kind of thing. Oh, yeah. That it wasn't supposed to happen. And I said, well, you know, and she said, this is just turned about fair play. <laughs> I thought, well, that's a pretty You're good point. The 109-yard field goal yeah. return? Yeah. Well, go back to the 70s when the stickers were bunt, pama, bunt, punt. Remember that one? Yeah. Auburn beat them 14-7 to on two block punts and scoops and scores. Right. That's great. 14-7. to That's so that's the kind of series that is. Well, it's it's certainly strange, and I did feel sorry for Auburn because I thought they had won the football game. I think they outplayed them, but uh, you know it didn't happen. And I, I, I'll tell you who who I think really kind of gave it away by some of the stuff he sort of said and his body language was Nick Saban in the post game. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he. I think he thought, why in the world am I standing here? How can I possibly be standing here as the winning coach? Yeah. I mean, we lost that game ten times, but, but 
We won. I, I wonder if it had been anybody but Auburn if he might have even said that on the air. Like, like, <laughs> like we were very, very, very fortunate they outplayed us. He can't say that about Auburn, I, I'm sure. But, yeah, I think you're right. Well, now they go and play Georgia in Atlanta. Uh, and, of course, it'll be obviously for the championship. It'll be a sellout, of course, naturally. And there'll be plenty of Alabama people there and plenty of Georgia people there. And I do not believe that Alabama, as much as I would love for them to beat Georgia, I don't see that happening. But I, it could. I, it could happen. Absolutely. Yeah, it I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Let's talk about that game in this sense. Auburn has the ball, trying to run out the clock, second down, run wide. The kid is right play because it almost, almost got the first down but went out of bounds, stopped the clock. That, that saved them 40 seconds. Jeff, it reminded me of Brent Stockstall against Western Kentucky about, what, six years ago when all we had to do was run out the clock and we beat Western. We throw a little short pass, incomplete, give Western enough time after the punt to take it down the field and score. That was the right call, just not executed right by the running back. He just had to get down once he got whatever yards you could get. He just slide, take take a knee, whatever. you, you And I, I'm not blaming the kid at all. Well, there's lots of ways to do it, but that that was a key play in that football game. Very important, um, and I know, of course, the the announcer, the color guy, who I think is the best in football, was Gary Danielson. I think he's excellent, and he did mention the that that would that cost them 40 seconds. Sure, and he 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 mentioned that too many times, really, but he said it four or five times. But he, of course, he was right. I, I looked like to me that the kid was not going to get the first down. He realized it at the last minute, and he was he was at least trying to get down. And the Auburn, and I mean, Auburn Alabama player grabbed his jersey and pulled him out of bounds. Almost, almost yeah. held him up to get out of bounds. Yeah. It's clearly there's part of that. That's the way it looked. And, uh, and Well, he didn't go in there flying at his knees to knock him down right there on the ground. His idea was to grab him and get him out of bounds. I agree with that. And I, and I did look and, of course, followed the clock as we went through there. And I know they were down to what could have been their last play. Yes. Alabama's last, what could have been. And it was 48 seconds left. Well, if they'd lost those 40 seconds, there'd have been eight seconds left. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Uh, but turned out they had plenty of time, didn't they? <laughs> Somebody out there would say, even if that had happened, Alabama would have found a way. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Talking about them against Georgia next week. I've said it all along, and I'm going to say it again. I'm not. I'm not going to bet against Alabama until I can't do it anymore. Now, I think Georgia will win. Would I bet it very strong? No, I really wouldn't. Even though Georgia's awfully good. Uh, well, they, they don't. They don't score a lot, um, and and that's been their major criticism all year uh, of them. And but of course, they also, uh, according to the experts, I do not know, but the experts say. Georgia has the best defense that they have ever had and maybe the best in the nation this year. And if that's true, then Alabama's going to have considerable problem. We're going to come back after the break. score against Auburn for three and a half quarters. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have trouble against Georgia, I would think. Yes, you will. Middle, uh, Middle Tennessee football will be talked about with Chip Walters in the Blue Raider Report. And Jeff and I will break the game down after the break and uh, also talk about Oakland win on Friday night and their game that they have for a championship on Saturday night. You're listening to All Sports Talk. When news breaks, when traffic's horrendous, when the weather's bad. 
Be the first to get the news, traffic, and weather you want with a text alert from News Radio WGNS. Free text alert. Sign up online at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. THP working a couple of ranks out here up and down. 24 as you head towards Manchester. Give yourself plenty of extra time. Ripley's Aquarium. Sleep with the Sharks Family Edition. Log on to Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Popcorn pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417, and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417, and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at Parks parksauction.com to learn more. Hi there, do I have a hi now? Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's start the week off with all kinds of news, and we'll start with football. The Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders are going bowling again, and for the third time in the last five bowl trips, it will have a tropical feel. Middle Tennessee was officially extended an invitation on Sunday for the Blue Raiders to represent Conference USA in the Bahamas Bowl on December 17th. It'll mark the ninth bowl game of the FBS era for Middle Tennessee and the 13th bowl game in school history. The Blue Raiders will take on Toledo from the Mid-American Conference. Kickoff will be 11 a.m. Central Time from Thomas Robinson National Stadium in Nassau. The game will also air on ESPN and will be broadcast on Bowl Season Radio. And of course, it will be right here on the Blue Raider Network. Well, how did the Raiders get there? It took some dramatics down in Boca Raton over the weekend. The uh, Blue Raiders had a comeback for the ages on Saturday night, scoring 24 unanswered points after falling behind 17-3 to earn its sixth win of the season, 27-17, at Howard Schnellenberger Field at FAU Stadium. 
with the victory, the Blue Raiders did get that bowl eligibility. Mike Delello was effective as quarterback in relief of Nick Vadiato, completing 11 of 18 passes for 127 yards and a touchdown, while also rushing for 43 yards and a touchdown. Three Blue Raiders finished with at least 10 tackles, led by Quincy Riley, who had 13 on the night. The, the, the ball game had a couple of huge plays that uh, made the difference in the ball game. One, uh, as the defense was rock solid, steady all night, the Blue Raiders got a 71-yard uh, fumble return uh, by Jordan Ferguson uh, that that really just changed everything in the ball game. And also the Blue Raiders with that heavy D set on the field. It was Vadiato while being pushed backwards, threw one up, and Zalen Wood brought it down. So a defensive tackles scored or defensive lineman scored two touchdowns in the game. One on a fumble recovery and one on an offensive play. So middle's on its way to uh, the Bahamas. They'll have a week off and will begin resume practice next weekend. Speaking of Jordan Ferguson, Ted Hendricks and the Hendricks Foundation issued the final version of the 2021 watch list for the Ted Hendricks Award, which honors the top defensive end in college football and Blue Raider junior Jordan Ferguson made that 30-player list. Congratulations to Jordan Ferguson on that. All right, men's basketball, they have now surpassed their win total from last year. The Blue Raiders are now 6-1, and one, and that equals the best ever start through seven games Saturday as the Blue Raiders knocked off Bryan College 96-48. Tyler Millen, who had missed the trip to Cancun, led the Blue Raiders with 13 points in his return to the lineup. Middle back in action this Wednesday night. That will be at Murphy Center and will be the first of two matchups in about 10 days with the Skyhawks of UT Martin. Women's basketball, the Lady Raiders put together a strong all-around game to score a 62-52 win against Illinois on Saturday in the Daytona Beach Invite. The Lady Raiders are now 5-1, and and they rebounded from their first loss of the season, a tough overtime setback against Marquette with strong defense, good work on the boards, and efficient shooting. The Lady Raiders are back in action coming Friday night as they'll be hosting Lipscomb here at the Murphy Center. All right, final note, it is the Christmas time time and for the third straight year middle tennessee softball hosting its annual christmas toys for kids in partnership with dare to provide free toys for local families this holiday season friday from 3 to 4 p.m uh, friday friday from 4 to 7 p.m i should say and saturday saturday from 9 a.m to 1 the christmas toys for kids days will be held at the blue raiders softball field you can find out more information on goblueraiders.com all right that's it for monday we'll have another update for you tomorrow Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. 
At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Thanks for, so much for listening to All Sports Talk. Middle Tennessee basketball Wednesday and Friday, Middle uh, Oakland High School football on Saturday as sports continues to reign supreme. And it's not long before basketball, high school basketball games will be making its way to the airwaves. Very soon as basketball started, Jeff, uh, Middle Tennessee wins on Saturdays, 27-17. to 17. And you look at the score, you think, well, Middle had this game under control. Anything but under control. They were down 14-3 at the half. It had very little offense, no touchdowns, of course. Changed quarterbacks from quarterback three or four, whichever you, position you want to put these guys. Uh, Florida Atlanta kicks the field goal to make it 17-3. to three. And then, then from there is all Middle Tennessee. And, you know, where did that come from? Defense contributed mightily. Um, I thought pretty solid throughout the football game, uh, except maybe early. Um, I, 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 really, I really don't know. It just the, the game turned, and, and it stayed turned. You've been in Floyd Stadium when that's happened the other way around, haven't you? Yes. When Middle Tennessee's up two touchdowns with seemingly an insurmountable lead, and all of a sudden it's dissolved and gone and booming, and we walk out of the stadium with our head hung down. Uh, it's nice to get it to go the other way right now. Delightful for it to go that way. It sure is. And, um, which we've had a lot of unusual things happen. I mean, and if that, they've happened to everybody. It's not just middle. But I'm talking about COVID and the, and, the, and the portal and just a lot of different things that have taken place and key people getting injured. And uh, our quarterback, who was our leading rusher last year, obviously our leading passer, he leaves. I mean, we just had a lot of unusual things happen. And I, I think come out at 6-6, six and six is there's part of that that I think is remarkable. To lose your number one quarterback after two games, number two quarterback comes in and does a terrific job, lose him after three or four games, go to number three and four, they bail it together. I think the coaching staff has done a terrific job, in my opinion, with the offensive, even though the numbers aren't explosive. They've given these guys uh, very little uh, to do outside of the Western Kentucky game, which was the first one that uh, they had to play the full time when five interceptions. At, at that point, the coaching staff knew they had to dummy down the defensive uh, offense, I, say, I would think. But they've done a good job in, in, uh, in getting that done. Jeff, you, you kind of thought that when Middle was able to get a quarterback falling on his back, lost one into the end zone, and, and a tackle-eligible play, a big 260-pound guy comes up with the football for a touchdown. That that could have been intercepted. That could have been an incomplete pass for sure. When that happened, it kind of said, maybe, maybe, maybe we got luck on yeah. our side this time. Yeah. <laughs> I got right amused to watching that. It, uh, uh, <laughs> that was a mountain that caught that oh football. Oh, my gosh. He's a big, big boy. Well, and, I looked uh, at it, Jeff, and I saw – I've not seen that guy before. Where are you playing? Then I saw a seventy-six on him or something like that. I yeah. said, "Okay, I get it now." I did the same thing, and and it it went right to him. Yes, but 
he had a lot of people around him, but they were just around him. He, there was a big around to get around him, and he he went up, not very high, but he went up, and he and he got it. And, and <laughs> he may have been the most surprised person in the stadium. I don't Remind know. you anything of Charles Barkley? You know, clearing <laughs> clearing out the lane, going to get a rebound, maybe back in his day. Well, he he came away. With, I guess maybe you know. I don't know what players think about sometimes they. Players tell you, well, we never hear the crowd. We, you know, or others say, oh, I had to do. I knew I had to step step up and do my part. I don't know what he was thinking, but I will say this: that's probably the only chance that he'll he'll ever have to do this. Yes. And in the, in the end zone, as a as an eligible receiver, and if he thought about that and didn't drop the football, he deserves a, a lot of credit. You understand that we were about a quarter of a second from the quarterback being sacked and the ball never yeah. getting off at all. Right. Which, <laughs> at the end of the game, that quarter second went our way just as the guy was about to throw it, knocked the ball out. And so, whatever happened, well, good for them. Uh, six and six, they played Toledo. It's kind of interesting, Jeff, that the, the Mac was such a hot topic three weeks ago. Middle Tennessee look, looking like they were going to the Mid-American Conference, which Toledo is part of. Middle decides to stay in Conference USA. They will play Toledo. So uh, I don't know if that adds any extra mustard to the sandwich or not, but uh, uh, they'll play on Saturday. The one thing I know, I know our fans here, and, I, and I'm with them, Jeff, you are too, have been disappointed with is the fact that when we go to bowl games, we've like what, about two and we've been to eight or nine bowl games in the last 15 years, about two and seven. Right. And uh, – but the last one was a win. And, uh, I think Toledo, I'm not mistaken, I believe they're 7-5 and five or 7-4. and four. I, I didn't see a record. Uh, they're, they're one of them. I think they have, they've won more win than we do, and so essentially that means nothing, really. Maybe the record doesn't mean anything either, for that matter. But they are a good football team, evidently. Well, you know, when you play four non-conference games, and you, you never know. Some schedule them tough, some schedule them easy. It's like Middle Tennessee's basketball team. I don't want to take anything away from Nick McDevitt and his team right now, Jeff, but you and I don't really know how good this team is. Because no. competition has not been anywhere close to what it was three years ago when he took over the program when uh, Kermit scheduled tough teams trying to build up an RPI. Right. and I, I, I've been impressed with them so far. I, I, I mean, they're deep. They hustle. They work very they do, hard. I agree. Uh, I, I think I – think, if my opinion means anything, and it really doesn't, but I think he's done a really good job, he and his assistant coaches, getting them to play the type of game that he wants them to play. Um, a lot of new people he got to mesh together too. That's right, and and uh, and he's he, the other night when he he did not waste that ball game, even though he was clearly going to win that game by thirty. Turned out he won it by forty eight, but he, he really he ran a lot of different stuff yes. with everybody, and he pressed the entire game. Uh, I believe every time down, and he's really practicing. Is what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, I, and I thought that was an intelligent way to do it. Well, we'll just have to see. I I, I like you. Am optimistic, but I, I I'm still in a wait and see mode as well. When we get into UT Martin, UT Chattanooga, Ole Miss comes up in about two and a half weeks. Uh, then the conference schedule begins. So let's hope we're saying the same thing this time next month. I hope so. I agree with you. Uh, Jeff, let's go ahead and scores? let's go ahead and take our break, and then okay. we'll come back and get you to read off whatever schedules you got. High school basketball is started, by the way. I'm, I apologize. Rockvale at Columbia basketball will be on the air tomorrow night at 5:50 right here on WGNs. Take a break. Come back, and uh, we'll get with Jeff about uh, high school football and whatever else comes up on All Sports Talk.
you're in Smyrna, you can now listen to WGNS on FM 100.5. If you're in Murfreesboro, tune to FM 101.9 and, of course, AM 1450. If you listen to 100.5 in Murfreesboro, you'll want to switch to 101.9 before January 1st. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Good afternoon, THP working a couple of ranks out here up and down. 24 as you head towards Manchester, give yourself plenty of extra time. Ripley's Aquarium, Sleep of the Sharks Family Edition. Log on to Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. First Bank sponsors our spot coming up right now on the WGNS All Sports Talk. First Bank offices across the state of Tennessee in Murfreesboro for sure. Good people, good service. First Bank, Jeff. You got schedules. Let's get to that. And of course, the, the one we're going to talk about mostly is Oakland playing uh, Summit on Saturday night. That is that is exactly right. Uh, in uh, in the East, uh, Alcoa and Elizabeth won. Hampton won. Um, as we said, Oakland won twenty four fourteen over Maryville. Uh, Powell beat Knox West. South Pittsburgh are going to be back in there again, Tim. As we discussed, they're there so many times. Uh, East Nashville beat Darisburg. Summit beat Hendersonville 28-7. Tallahoma's in the championship game. That's that's terrific. They beat Haywood 44-19. Uh, McKenzie beat 30, uh, 36, Peabody 30, and, and Westview beat Riverside. And that th- that is your schedules. Uh, that, th- that is your scores from the uh, uh, private schools or public schools. Um, Here's the schedule for uh, Thursday night and um, uh, Division uh, 2-2A, uh, Christ Presbyterian Academy will take on Lipscomb. And um, in in Division 2-2A also, um, Donaldson Christian Academy will take on Nashville Christian and Division 2-AAA, Montgomery Bell Academy at uh, 9-3 will take on Macaulay. Macaulay is 12-0. Uh, I happened to see the game that they played the last time, the regular season game. Macaulay won by two or three points. Um, Those are Thursday games. Um, Friday game, Alcoa take on East Nashville at 11 o'clock in the morning. South Pittsburgh at 3 o'clock will take on McKenzie. And Powell will take on Page, Page 13-1 over in Williamson County. That'll be 7 o'clock. Saturday games, and, of course, the the Oakland game will be on WGNS Radio, obviously. Elizabethan will take on Tullahoma at, uh, uh, in 4A at 11 o'clock. And 2A, this is Saturday night now, and UT Chattanooga. Uh, Hampton, 11-2 versus Westview, 
3 o'clock in Oakland, 14-0 versus Summit, 14-0, 7 o'clock that night. Reminding our audience, um, the game, first of all, will be on WGNS Radio. Um, but remember, that is that it starts at 7 o'clock, and that is Chattanooga time, so... At 6 o'clock, Murfreesboro time. That is so correct. They are don't Eastern, be late. Eastern time, for sure. Jeff, I told somebody going into the Thanksgiving weekend, there's three things that you can always count on. One, Detroit Lions will lose on Thanksgiving Day. Probably. And they did this time in, the, in Detroit fashion. They led all the way and, and let one get away from them, very much so. That uh, Oakland and Maryville will play in the semifinals. <laughs> it was 6A or 5A, whatever it was back in the day. Maryville's only been there 22 straight years, and Oakland's been there, it seemed like, forever as well. And then Alcoa will, will, will win a state championship. Uh, I, I think those bets all are going to work out, don't you? I believe so. Um, Alcoa hadn't done theirs yet, but it's it's very likely. If yes. you find anybody that will take those, give me Alcoa, please let me know. Yeah. I, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm not, I, I think uh, I think <laughs> Gary Rankin leads the world in championships, I believe. And uh, he, he also, leads the world in wins for sure. Yeah, and he leads the state in wins, and he's, as far as I know, way out in front and yeah, in, in that in that area too, which is fine. That's that's wonderful for him, and I'm particularly proud of Tullahoma because that's my mother's home county. I am, and well. uh, and I, I just think that's terrific that they're going to be there. John Olive has coached 29 years. Jeff, this is the first time that he's made it to the semifinals. First time Tullahoma's made it to the finals. I mean, for coaches like that, that who is the coach? John Olive. Okay, I know him. Yeah, yeah. Him. You know, when you find somebody's been around the community that long, it either means they're doing a good job and people like him and all that kind of stuff. You just got to feel good for a coach like that. Because Jeff, state championship games don't come very, very no. often, and good for him. Well, Jake, my grandson, of course, is an intern there at NBA and uh, uh, has has worked in the weight room with them and so forth. And I told him pretty much what you just said. I said, Jake, you're going to get. I said, this is really an honor. I said, you're going to get to stand on the sideline with a headset, and you're going to get to listen to, you know, what's coming up every play. And uh, I said, that, that is a real honor. I said, I want you to be sure that you enjoy it. I said, it may happen 20 more times to you. Sure. Or it may never happen well, again. the first one won't happen but once. That's correct. I said, you never know. And I think and you and I both can reminisce about various people and various players and whatnot that never made it to the state tournament, sure. much less play in the game. Sure. Uh, and uh, they had great careers. We know many baseball players that that happened to. And they had wonderful Hall of Fame careers and never played in a playoff game. Uh, so, you know, it's, 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 it's nice. In, enjoy it. By the way, do you know who NBA beat in the uh, semifinals to make it to the final game? Do I know who they beat? Yes. I don't know. Two who... weeks ago. Memphis Christian Brothers. Yes. Coach at Christian Brothers is Tommy McDaniel, right. former Oakland coach. Coach at NBA is Marty Uvrard, former Oakland coach. I thought that was interesting. Both state championship coaches. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I I think it's terrific. I, uh, I watched the NBA. Of course, I didn't have a dog in the hunt. I was just there watching along with Q Man and, 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 and Michael Valines, my, my, uh, my, 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 my granddaughter's husband. We, we watched it, you know, and it was a two or three point ball game, I think. And, um, Macaulay looked to be that night a little better, a little bigger, a little, maybe, uh, I don't know, but we, we will see if, uh, what Marty can come up with. Defending state champion Macaulay out of Chattanooga and, uh, last year NBA got knocked out in the semifinals. Let's talk Oakland summit. Across the, the the way, Jeff, you got to think it. Most everybody's going to say Oakland. 
Summit is really good. They are good. They're, they're a good football team. Uh, I watched some of the highlights on TV, and they look to me. I think that they also they have a set of twins. I think they, they do. play they're both for it, uh, Mr. Touchdown. Yeah, finalists yeah. to the University of Kentucky. Uh, uh, they uh, well, they're fourteen and zero. I mean, I guess that probably says it all, as it does about Oakland. They're fourteen and zero, so somebody's going to take a loss. Uh, I, I believe it'll be Summit that takes the loss, but uh, you just you just never know about these things. You just can't tell. Well, Summit is very good, but you, Jess, that's what you expect to do in the championship game. Sure. Right? Of course you're going to be very good uh, coming from that side of the bracket. And we'll just have to see this 6 o'clock Oakland, uh, Murfreesboro time, 7 o'clock in Chattanooga. Finley Stadium, the new host in Chattanooga for the uh, Blue Cross Bowl. Jeff, I think the people there are going to enjoy that very much. I think so. It's a... Uh, we 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 went there once. Uh, I, I can't remember. I think I think Brian Barrett was with me. I believe when we went down there, uh, and Riverdale opened up their season there. Two or three games played the same day. Okay. And and of course they always had trouble getting the schedule. And I don't even remember who they played, but um, it was the first time I'd seen that type of surface that everybody had has it now with the little beads and. All that stuff, you know, the sure. uh, type of astroturf, if you want to call it that. Great place to broadcast from, uh, and a really good stadium uh, to, to be in. So I'm I'm hoping for great things down there. And it's a good stadium, not only because it's new and, and, and nicely designed. Jeff, it's the right size for the championships here. Right. Tennessee State Championships don't draw forty thousand people. Uh, Finley's what's going to be eighteen twenty maybe. Right. Is it that big? Right. I guess so. I guess that's about right. Um, and they'll. Come close to filling it up, I imagine. Uh, I uh, trying to think if I'd ever been there before. I don't. I don't believe so. Although I don't know if Middle ever played in that stadium. We used to play them. Quite used to play them, but it, that was at the old stadium. long time ago, wasn't it? Not in not in Finley. Yeah, it's been oh gosh, twenty years since we made a trip down there. I guess at, at least. Well, this is a two-year contract for Chattanooga, and um, it's getting. Um, um, well, it's it's getting expensive to host these games. Uh, let's let's put it that way, and um, I don't think and Murfreesboro did not did not bid on and bid on it for years. Uh, uh, Cookville bid again, and somebody else. Austin P. Austin P. Okay, if you say so, they bid and Chattanooga won out. But as, as we know, uh, um, Tennessee is geographically challenged. It's a long drive if you put it in any major city. Um, I'm talking about Knoxville or Memphis or Nashville or Chattanooga. It's a long drive wherever you are. And uh, if you're you know, from distant parts of the state, so that's a problem. Chattanooga will be, uh, will be no different. But at least they're going to get to host for a couple of years. And uh, I, think, I think that's good. They have hosted um, baseball and spring fling before. Yeah, that's uh, where it started, as a matter of fact. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's not that they don't know what they're doing. They do. So. I'm, I'm hoping for great things. Well, from... we've kind of glossed over congratulating Coach Creasy and his kids, Jeff, because I, I think it's almost a given. People expect it, and so we maybe don't give them the due. This is a new group of kids. What happened five years ago doesn't matter to these, these kids right now. For many of those, this is their first championship, and so we need to make sure we congratulate them and Middle Tennessee Christian School for their part, and, and we had some – Pretty good seasons across the board here in Rutherford County. We really did, and I, I, I'm reminded of what uh, Coach Rankin told me one time, and that was that he said going undefeated is an extremely difficult thing sure, to do, no sure. matter how good you are. And and Oakland's done it more than once, and they do, and they did it this year. 
So and, and he just said, you know, you're just going to have a Friday night where things are not good or it rains like crazy and you can't play in the rain or you lose your quarterback to something. I mean, something happens and you, you, you lose. And, but if you can overcome that, and Oakland has done that, 14-0 is great for those kids. As good as Oakland is and as good, much depth as I'm sure they have, Jeff, even they can't absorb the loss of two or three of their superstars. That's correct. And so there's some good fortune that's there. Some it's the same situation. I don't know how healthy both teams are going into the contest, but I expect it to be a single-digit win one way or the other. I'll take Oakland for sure. I would take Oakland too, and I I think it it may be a little bit more than a touchdown. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, uh, But we don't know. The high schools do not – do not uh, publish injury reports. No, <laughs> so like the Titans do. So uh, we don't know if anybody's hurt or not. Really, I don't. I haven't heard of any any rumors from either side that somebody's going to be out and not play. So, and you're not going to practice very hard this this week. You will not. Uh, I, I wouldn't think you're not going to be hitting much. You'll have a walkthrough and you'll have film sessions and et cetera, et cetera. And, and maybe you, you might the passing game, you know that kind of stuff, but. As far as lining up in the trenches and running left and right and up the middle, you're not going to be doing much of that this week. D1 has a Friday and Saturday three games each. Jeff, they rotate that starting time on Friday morning to Saturday night. This just happens to be Summit and Oakland finishing things up at 7 o'clock on Saturday night, which I think will be the best game of the, of the whole nine games, maybe. Yeah, and entirely possible. You know, I was thinking, uh, driving over here tonight, and I, I kind of like your take on this. I notice it's pretty obvious looking at this that not only this round but the last round too, uh, and there are no Memphis teams. No, and I wonder how much not playing last year really hurt them this year. I would think it would have to have a negative effect. Well, of course, in six A, you got those schools, Arlington and Houston, and those schools did play last year. Now, but in the lower divisions of three, four, five, four, three, and two. Yeah, I did. We got to get out of here. I'm sure okay. Dalton's saying, boys, it's 6 o'clock or right at it. We're going to take, take it on out. Monty Hale will be in tomorrow. Reminder that Rockville and Columbia basketball will be on tomorrow night at 5.50. You've been listening to All Sports Talk. Have a great evening. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank. Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.